0: To
1: start off this week's show, we have a special announcement.
0: The Breast Cancer Fund, in partnership with the Oakland Yellow Jackets and Team Luna Chicks, are pleased to announce the 6th annual Bike Against the Odds Tour de East Bay with four challenging routes ranging from 30 miles to a full century with 10,000 feet of climbing. The ride takes place on Saturday, August 23rd, in Oakland, California. Several of the well-stocked vest areas have panoramic views of the San Francisco Bay, and a delicious organic lunch, entertainment, massage, and a health expo await you at the finish line. The Breast Cancer Fund's mission is to identify and eliminate the environmental causes of the disease. Check out their latest campaign at pureprevention.org. To sign up or to sponsor a cyclist or a team, please go to wwwbreastcancerfundorg strokebao Their pledge-taking website makes the fundraising as simple as sending out an email to your friends and family. Inspire the people in your life to question the chemicals they use in and on their bodies. Together, prevention is possible.
2: this is Elizabeth,
1: and you're listening to In Transit,
2: two triathletes take on the world.
1: We've got a great show for you this week. We have an interview with our good friend Jamie from Boston, and we have a bunch of race and training updates for you, so let's get started.
3: Yeah,
2: okay, Kara, you just blurted out to me like I've known this entire time (laughs) that you did a time trial.
1: Yes. Okay, so...
2: Okay, explain and still, what happened?
1: So, um, in, like, close by, about 15 miles from me, there's a tri- time trial series. It's every Wednesday in June, so there's four of them. Um, it's a seven-mile course, and one of the ladies on my triathlon team uh, told me about it, and so I figured, what the hell, I've never done a time trial, I might as well try it out, you know? And I figured seven miles, okay, I can do this, you know? So
2: Okay, um, wait, 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 wait. Okay, for those people who don't know what time trials are, could you explain that?
1: Yes. Okay, so time trial, basically, you have a course, this course happens to be seven miles, and it's a seated start, basically. So what they do is they start everybody at this this particular one, they started us 30 seconds apart. So they start the first person, wait 30 seconds, start the next one, and so you're just racing against the clock. And I mean, I guess you're trying to catch the person in front of you, but ultimately, you know, your time starts when you go. So then at the end, they figure out everyone's time, adjusted time. You know what I mean? So um, everyone is spread out, but your time doesn't start until you actually start. Right. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, Hopefully. Perfect. Okay.
1: So yeah. So um, I've been I've done three out of the four uh, of the series so far, and each time I'm proud to say that I've gotten faster. And I did the third one tonight, um, and I like my first my first week I did uh, my time was 1933. My second week, it was nineteen fourteen, I think. And then my this week, I well, my preliminary time, like according to how I timed it, was nine oh nine. So I had to wait. I haven't. The official results aren't up yet, so I'm not sure. But I, I know I'm at least a few seconds faster. So each week I've gotten faster, which I'm proud of. And I'm also proud to say that the first two weeks, for sure, I was the fastest female. And oh, neat. Nice. Although there aren't, there haven't been that many girls racing compared to the number of guys. Um, I think the first week there were six of us, and then the second week there were only three of us. So and then, but this oh, week, wow. this week there were three again. But the other two girls were were different than, like I had never raced against them before. So I don't know mm-hmm. what to. Or actually, there were there were four of us this week, but two of the two of the women were new. So I don't know how I'll how I'll measure up compared to them. Because you can't really tell, you know, since the way they start you is a part, I can't tell if I was faster than the other people, you know.
2: Right. So I have yeah, to wait for right. the
1: results to come out. But I'm at least happy that I beat my own time, you know. So I'll have to see okay. um, if I held my position as fast as female. <laughs> but
2: that's really really cool I would love to do a time trial yeah it's
1: really fun it's cool so I'm I'm happy that I did it I was you know like the first week I was really nervous and I didn't know what to expect and like there's all these people with like the arrow helmets and like disc wheels and all this crazy stuff and and there I mean and there are some people that were just on regular road bikes and not. Yeah, there was like a good mix, I guess. So I didn't feel like totally out of place or anything. And at least my right. bike, my bike looks like a time trial bike, so I felt like okay, you know. <laughs> but yeah. um, it can be a little intimidating. So
2: yeah, uh, but anyway, stuff like that I yeah. Anytime that there's a group of people like that that are all just like super badasses, I usually try to avoid those situations. <laughs> But everybody... Just because I always feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be here, but then I always have a really good time, so... Yeah, and,
1: you know, usually people look more intimidating than they really are. Like, even the guy who has won, like, every week, pretty much, he is, like, the nicest guy, and, like, riding, um, when we, we basically ride seven miles straight down the road, and then we had to ride back to the start, you know, like, that's where I parked, and the guy who won was, like, riding alongside me chatting, and I'm sure for him, it was, like, really, my pace is really slow, you know, but, um, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, just people are really nice, so it's, it's been a good experience, and, um, I mean, I don't know if all time trials are like this, so I'm just glad that my first experience was a good one, and now I can, I know what to expect, and so if I do, um in the future, I... I won't feel so you know, whatever, worried about <laughs> Yeah, about it. So that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So that that's, is really, really cool. That's one of the updates. And then um our next our next update is well we'll throw in our interview with Jamie from Boston. I think we should we should move on to that right away. What do you think? Absolutely. So we have Jamie on the line here. He's our good friend from Boston and we Jamie and I just did a race together. It's been about a week and a half ago now, we called Moose Man up in New Hampshire and is an Olympic distance. So we thought it would be cool to do a race report together on the show.
2: Wait, did you guys know that each other were doing it?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. we do you do Try scoop a lot, or is that how you knew?
3: Yeah, I think um, I think that's how I first found the entrance of just through Try, try scoop and mm-hmm. Brett and everybody else. And I think I've been missing you guys for a while. It's not from the beginning. Oh, mm-hmm. cool! <laughs> I'm one of the I'm one of the original interns of listeners.
2: Oh, follower. <laughs> how neat. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Okay, so how did the race go? How how did everything go for you, uh, Jamie?
3: Uh, it went really well. I, I did the race last year, so I kind of had a good idea of what I was getting into. Um, last year, it was my first Olympic, and I kind of trained for it, but my training was really, really lax. I figured as long as I got in once when one bike can run run in a week, I figured I'd be all right. But mm-hmm. by the end of the run, I was absolutely destroyed and in lots and lots of pain. So um, this year, I'm also training for my first half Ironman. So I'm being super, you know, attentive about all my workouts and making sure I write everything down. So it actually paid off this year and I was a whole lot more prepared. And I was actually pretty excited and having a good time and not completely miserable by the end, so it was good. And I do last some time by, I think, like 15 minutes, so it
2: was good. Oh, my gosh. That's a big improvement. Yeah. So how much working out do you do a week now?
3: Um, I think in total, probably eight to ten hours.
2: Okay, good. Okay. I try
3: and get in at least one or two uh, long bike rides and not two long. Uh, runs a week. I think it's a whole different area of training than I was doing last year. Last year's kind of general fitness and Mm -hmm. workout whenever I wanted to, but now I'm actually on the schedule and have goals in mind as far as how much I should be doing each week. Mm -hmm. So the
2: race is in New Hampshire, right?
3: Yeah, it's in um, Newfoundland Lake, which is kind of I think it's like dead smack in the middle of New Hampshire, so there's not much around there, but um, it's really nice because the area is beautiful. There's hills and woods. and um, The lake is really, really cold because just like a month or two ago, there was still snow everywhere.
2: Um, oh, my god!
3: Yeah, the swim is really cold, and actually on race morning, there's so much fog coming over the water that you couldn't even see the second buoy, so we had to cut it short.
1: Yeah, I know. Was, I was really disappointed that they cut the swim short. I don't
3: know about you. I know. There were, yeah, there were some people around me that were really psyched, and they were like, oh, yes, that's less of the swim that I have to do, but, but I, I was kind of pissed about it. I, I don't know. I feel, I feel like if you're going to do an Olympic, do the whole race, if you're going to do a sprint, then right. be a sprint distance, but kind of going in the middle is kind of frustrating, but... Yeah. I, got to, I, don't I, think want, it's I have a I have a bad habit of going off course, so I figure if I went off course and couldn't even tell which direction the show was, so I would probably was been in a lot of trouble with that. <laughs> it was probably a good idea that they cut a short.
2: And how much shorter was it, cut? I think it was six tenth six tenths of a mile. Yeah, it was six tenths
1: instead so of nine. A
3: little more than half.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh, that is quite a big chop. Mm-hmm. I
1: have a question for you, Jamie. Sorry. Um what is sure. Just um backing up a little bit, what's your background in triathlon? Like what how many seasons have you done, kind of that kind of whole little story?
3: <laughs> oh sure. Um well, this is I guess my third season in triathlon. My uh first season it was right after college and I figured I graduated and could stop studying and it's actually got a real job. I could actually afford some more um uh, race fees and everything like that. So I did my first one two years ago, just a sprint, um, and that was my only race of the year. So it was, well, I guess it was a short season. The last year I did um, a few more races, just sprints and Olympics, um, but this is my first year kind of paying a whole lot more attention to my training and actually taking it seriously rather than just kind of doing it whenever I feel like and being more kind of lax at it. But I was, uh, I was a runner in high school, I ran cross country all throughout, but so I was Basically, stuck to 5Ks, but really got burnt out in running. It really, really fast. So by the time college came around, I had pretty much given up on running and didn't want to touch any of it. And after a couple of years of getting chubby off of college pizzas and beers, I decided it was actually a good idea to get back to fitness. So once I graduated, I started paying attention to actually working out and what I ate and eventually split back into being athletic and came to travel Nice. Excellent. So that's my short story.
2: What's your? Um, uh, this is my favorite question because, uh, as you know, you're a listener of the show, and I absolutely detest swimming. But um, what's your? What's your? What sport you struggle with the most, or what, what? leg?
3: Even though I was a runner all growing up, I feel like my running has kind of destroyed in the past couple of years. So it's been getting better, but um, just looking back at like some of the times I was able to pull off when I was like 16 or 17, it's pretty disappointing what I'm pulling off now, so um, I think that's probably the weakest one, but, but hmm, that's really that's thing. Yeah,
2: good. So you've always been a swimmer? I mean, have you always swam, I guess, or is it just natural to you?
3: Um, yeah, I, I feel like I spent a lot of time in the water growing up. Um, wasn't really as really much of a competitive swimmer until Kind of late in high school, I did one year of the swim team just because I, I think it was kind of in the back of my head that I always wanted to do a trap on, but I knew I had pretty awful uh, swim form. So I did it one year with uh, the high school swim team to a bunch of my friends were on my team and I knew I eventually needed to learn how to do freestyle without bobbing my head mm-hmm. up and down out of the water. So.
2: Right. Nothing. Um, okay, so I have a question about the race, what What did you find most difficult about the race and then what did you find, uh, what was your favorite thing about the race, the, the move in? Um,
3: I think compared to last year, the most difficult thing was, like I was prepared for it to be a really hilly bike ride, um, I had done a lot of hill bike workouts to kind of prepare for and kind of mentally prepared for that too. but. I feel like there were a lot of parts of the bike that I don't remember from last year. I know it was the exact same course, but <laughs> they were going up some of like the really short but really, really steep climbs, and it felt like they came out of nowhere, and I completely forgot them last year for whatever reason. I know, last year I was just staring straight down in front of me, but there were a few parts that seemed very different, I feel like they snuck up on me, so that's really fun. So I think the, the most fun was the run because um, just compared to last year, I felt so much better. I was able to actually stay relaxed. We ran past Kara, I think, at mile, like, four or five because it was uh, out and back. So we were able to see a lot of uh, a lot of other racers that were going.
2: Oh, me. Yeah. That's cool. So, that was Yeah, cool. so
3: Even... we were able to uh, see a friendly face and get a lot of each other's names mm-hmm. and keep going. And that's so guys.
2: motivational in the middle of the run. That t- that's yeah. that either really suck or be great. It was um, Kara, what did you think was the hardest thing about the race?
1: Oh, um, let's see. I don't know. Probably the for me, the run, because at that point, it was starting to heat up a lot, because, um, you know, it was later in the day, and the sun, I just felt like the sun was beating down on me, and then my favorite part was the bike, because I thought the bike course was awesome, even though...
2: I knew you would say that. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs>
1: even though, the, okay, even though the, the roads were in pretty bad shape, they had warned everyone that they were, because they had kind of a tough winter, and... It kind of, you know, there was a lot of, like, potholes and rough patches and things. But it had really good flow to it, I thought. Like, it, it was a good um, mix of flats and hills and down, uphills and downhills. Do you think so, Jamie? Do you agree with that?
3: Yeah, I think I think there were, like, some rolling hills in the beginning mm-hmm. and then, like, that one really, really steep hill it's really short right around mile uh, five and then, yeah, devil, Devil's end, Hill or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Devil's Hill is this really, really short, steep climb on about mile five where there's this crazy woman in this big devil outfit with a van that's blasting music.
0: And,
3: <laughs> and For yeah. anybody that, that wants to do the race, it, it's definitely going to it's definitely worth going all the way up there just to check that out. It's
1: it's, I have to say, <laughs> I was really impressed with... Well, okay, a few things. Like, first of all, I really liked my race shirt because that's very important.
2: To me. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I get too That's the
1: only reason I do triathlons, is to get race shirts. No.
3: <laughs> no.
1: But the race was, um, was organized very well. It was a pretty big race. Like, in my age group, there were 52 people, and I got 17th out oh, of 52, yeah. um, which I was, I mean, I was like happy with my all my times and everything but it just showed me how like competitive my age group was so that was cool um and they just everything just seemed to run smoothly the only my only disappointment was the, them cutting the swim short cuz i think i felt like it was pointless because even the short part that we swam in was all foggy anyway so what was the big yeah. deal if we went farther you know but yeah whatever so, but, oh, actually,
3: and... Actually, for the, for the swim, my my left contact, like, slid back to the back of my eye, and my goggles fogged up, so I couldn't see anything the whole swim anyway. I was just <laughs> oh, looking for bubbles right in front of me. Oh, my God. So it, it was kind of scary. I didn't know if I was going to be able to do the bike, because the whole swim, I was worried about whether or not it was actually going to be safe if I should do the bike with only one contact in, but... As soon as I like, pulled off my goggles, it was, like slid back right to the front, it and it's that weird. I could actually finish the race without squinting the whole time.
1: Yeah, I've worried about yeah. that. One thing, I guess a race tip, even though I didn't do it for Man because I'm an idiot. Okay, <laughs> um, one thing, one thing I do, I wear contacts also, and I usually put my glasses in my transition bag just in case something like that would happen, you know. And no. um,
3: that's a good idea. Never thought of it.
1: But at Mooseman, I forgot my like I forgot to bring my glasses like the whole trip. You know what I mean? Like they were at home in New Haven, so that yeah. didn't happen. But yeah, it's that's my little tip because I've heard a, f- a couple stories about people losing contacts and ugh, that would just ruin your whole race. Yeah, so it was a good race. Oh, and I was gonna say I stayed at a um, some people what Friends of mine uh, that did the race also, we all rented a house on a, not on the lake where the triathlon was, but on one next to it. And it was just awesome. Like, it was so pretty up there. So I would definitely recommend anyone who is looking for a good race to do, they should sign up for Moose Man. What? Oh, Jamie, what do you have coming up next on your calendar?
3: So my next race is going to be my first half Ironman, the uh, Ironman Rhode Island. Cool. cool. Wow, wow. Uh, four weeks now, so is it? I kind of took a little bit of a break off after Moose Man, but you know, time is ticking, so I have to get back in the saddle and actually get some good work after the before. So.
2: You'll have to call and let me know how you do on your race. That's, that's a big race. That's exciting.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm psyched about it. It's going to be the longest race I've ever done. and It's, a, it's also a point-to-point race, so T1 yeah. and T2 are like 40 mm-hmm. miles apart. You start, like, down by the sound, and then you finish all the way up in Providence. Whoa, that's cool. Wait, wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. explain that to me.
3: What? (laughs) So Rhode Island is kind of like a big, uh, basically like a big bay, and the swim start is down kind of towards Long Island, like in the south end. Right. So you start the the swim down in, like, the south end of the state and then get on your bike there and then bike, like, 40 miles north towards Providence. And then you get off and t 2 is at a whole different spot. And then once you're in Providence, then you get off the bike and then do, like, a do the half marathon around Providence.
2: Oh, my gosh. I've never heard of such a thing.
3: Yeah, I've heard of a couple, of like, smaller races that have done it, but I've never heard of, like, a point-to-point... Half Ironman. Yeah, and have I've heard of like
1: like Boston Marathons point to point, but that's you don't have to worry about all your equipment,
3: you know, like everything. Yeah, clean. you don't have like the bike and the wetsuit yeah. and everything else. Yeah,
2: exactly. So I mean, you, I mean, do they give you the day before to get your stuff set up, or is it all that morning? You have to just deal with two transition areas.
3: No, I think the day before you have to drop off your bike, and then so they okay. give you a extra. I think they give you an extra gear bag to put your wetsuit and everything else in. And then, so once you're on the bike, they transfer all your gear up to T2, so that once you're once you finish the race, all your stuff should be all there. Oh, okay. that's oh, the really cool. plan Hopefully, it goes so smoothly. yeah,
1: hopefully. is this is this the first year for that race?
3: Yeah, Yeah, this is the very first time they're doing it.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. That'll cool. That'll be interesting to hear. You know how how it's run and how your race experience is. Yeah, definitely let us know how it goes.
2: You have to get us yeah. a race report on that one. That's awesome.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I
3: know. I was a, I was a little uh, I was a little worried about signing up for it with all of the logistics and everything else that could go wrong. But I figured triathlon is a sport where there's so many details that anything can go wrong at any time. So yeah, that's, that's just true. One, yeah,
1: uh, you got to be ready. A million
3: other things. It's not that much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Okay, Carrie. Do you have more questions for Jamie? I think that's
1: all. I don't want to keep you forever. So, but thanks thank you so much for. You know calling in and doing this interview with us especially because no kidding i don't know if i mentioned this already but we didn't jamie and i were hoping to meet up when we we're at moose man and like chat or whatever and we missed each other so like after the race, yeah we were, yeah, it we looked, were calling
3: each other's cell phones and I, was, I found i was right next to one of her teammates in transition area so I a few of her other teammates to try and figure out what she was, but we never ended up running into each other. But yeah. there's a, a century going on in two weeks down in New Haven, so yes. I think I might join up and hopefully we can catch up then
1: yeah, before we
3: move out to Iowa.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh,
3: neat.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay, so you're doing the century, Kara?
1: Yeah, it's this um, it's a century ride leaving from New Haven, and it's actually free. It's like a free, fully supported ride, so neat yeah i figured and, it's, oh, on, and it's on my birthday so i'm excited it's like my birthday ride <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh right on
1: yeah
2: a birthday ride what is wrong with you
1: like what's know. a better what's a better thing to do on my birthday than ride 100 miles you know <laughs> no
3: kidding for man. free for free For free. That's free. free. for a free ride
2: yeah. You can just pretend like it's a birthday present to you. It's a free ride.
3: I will. Totally. That's
2: cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but wait, Jamie, how did you know what Kara looked like? I've always wondered how people know what we look like.
3: Well, you guys have all your pictures you know, and everything up on... Mm-hmm. On our website. Yeah.
2: I guess that's true. I, I don't think about that. That's crazy.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> neat. Nice. Okay, well, no, Jamie, I'm thank actually, you I'm actually life. just
3: your internet stalker, and I call you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be the first. <laughs> no. oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Well. Anyway, okay, thank you, Jamie, very much for your time and your race report.
3: No yeah. problem, guys. Thanks for having me yeah. on. It was, it was a lot of fun.
2: You absolutely have to call us and let us know how transition one and transition two go on your half Iron Man. <laughs>
3: oh, I will, don't worry about it. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> right. Thank you so much. All right,
3: talk All right, to you. Good night, guys. Bye. Yeah,
1: bye. Okay, so that was so cool. I'm glad that we had an interview with him. It was really I'm really disappointed that we didn't get to meet up at the race, but it was um, it was nice to catch up and talk about it afterwards. Uh, it,
2: it yeah. Is. I have I have two things to say about Jamie. Okay. Um, first of all, he doesn't sound like from Boston. I was a little upset.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: I, I know. was like, where's the asset, well, buddy? He's he lives and, in Boston. Um, and the sh- second the second thing was um that I am super excited that he's doing uh, an a half iron man. I think he's really brave for uh <laughs> doing a first annual half iron too, isn't that awesome?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm doing the one I'm doing in Canada is also the first year for
2: it. Yeah, I knew that. And that's in yeah. skater, right? Mhm. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I know it's it's always a little scary to, to be like the guinea pig for the, you know, for the race when they've never done it before, but
2: it could yeah. be really, really cool though.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it, it I think Rhode Island is pretty first of all and I I'm sure it'll be a great race. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah
2: so, so thanks, thank you, Jamie so much for yeah. interviewing with us yeah
1: it was fun um, yeah. okay so tell me about what you've been doing
2: i have um I've been riding my bike a lot lately Ooh. i uh it's <laughs> i i like I told you on the last show, my bike has just been sitting there getting dust on it <laughs> but um, so I decided to tune have it tuned up, and i changed the tubes on my bike just because I've been sitting there forever and who knows what um so it took me forever it's been so long since I've changed tubes on my ty- on my bike I was just like this, this, what is wrong with you and then to top that off when I was putting my tire back on um <laughs> I got like pinched in it was ridiculous yeah I just had it. A- a mess on my hands, it was awful, but, uh, but, uh, as soon as I got the first one done, the second one went pretty smoothly, but,
1: yeah,
2: so, uh, well, so I can
1: I'm proud that you did it by yourself,
2: <laughs> me too, thanks, yes, good,
1: good job, good job, you could deserve a gong yes.
2: for that, <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, cool, and how's, like, how's running and swimming going, and, do you have
2: any races planned or uh, anything? Running is really okay. Swimming, and I swear to you, I have no excuse in the book. Not a single excuse. I'm just not swimming.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: well, but I really need to because I have really, really, really improved. I have a lot. But I'm trying to get back in the pool. Yeah. I so that. I don't have an excuse. I'm just do it. <laughs>
1: it's all right.
2: But running going okay, backing going really well, and that's about it. Same old, same old. Cool. I am, I'm planning on looking, or going to a race on the 22nd. It's the over track one, and uh, I, I'm just going to go out there and spectate, but uh, it'll be really neat to watch, and I'll bring my recorder. Cool. And oh, I, if I can, I'll grab a couple of people and interview them.
1: Maybe that'll be your inspiration to sign up for another one. <laughs>
2: Actually <laughs> maybe. I do need to go check out some races, but there's just none around me, so I gotta I do wanna do um the uh I'm s i am I still am looking at the White Rock marathon in Dallas in December. Ooh, I still really would like to do that one. Cool.
3: You have
2: but, plenty of time. Um, as far as traveling okay. goes, I don't know. I have I have a couple that I've been looking at but um nothing def nothing definitive at all right now. That's okay. So, who knows?
1: Good, cool. I have um a couple more things to report on. Um, okay. Uh, well, I did. I also did recently did a five mile road race. It's in Branford, Connecticut. It was on Father's Day, and I am proud to say that my pace was eight thirteen per mile. Are you kidding me? I was really stoked about that because in my... Yeah, it's
2: freaking awesome.
1: In my Moose Man triathlon, my pace was 839 on the run, so... Whoa! No. I know. I don't know how because I totally had the whole triathlon feeling where you uh, during the run you feel like you're running really slow, you know?
2: You say that every race, though.
1: I know, well, <laughs> I, I know but so since I did an 839 pace at Moose Man... My expectation for this road race, since it was just the run, a run only, you know, I'm like, I have to at least do better than that, you know. I did, that was my, mm-hmm. you know, a broad goal of okay, at least an 8:39 pace or better, and somehow I pounded out 8:13, so I was really stoked. Um, and I that I, is I,
2: really really great. I You've like, improved on your running so much.
1: <laughs> I know. I swear, ever since I did that marathon, my running has gotten better. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Well, about yeah. It. And, um, <laughs> I have to say that, um, I did not leave anything, or, I, I mean, I left it all out on the course, like, for that five miler, I almost threw up at the end, because, well, it was, yeah,
2: like... Yeah, you do that, too, you do that, too. It was really... See, I have exactly the opposite reaction from as you do, you have the, oh, look, like I was running so slow reaction, <laughs> and I feel like, I finished the race, and I'm like, oh, it's flying, <laughs> and I have like, a 10-15 pace. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that's always really disappointing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man. And, oh, okay, my last thing, my last, like, update, training slash racing update is that um, I'm going up to Lake Placid this weekend to do a training camp with my tri-club, so
3: oh, yeah, Ironman training
1: camp. I'm stoked about that, and I'm I'm going to ride the whole 112-mile bike course. I did it last year also, but my goal is to to beat my last year's time. So we'll see how I do there. And I'm gonna do like swim probably half of the swim course and do the half marathon because like, the run at Lake Placid is two loops, so we're gonna do one loop of the run course, so
2: that's really cool. Yeah, You're I, all over the place, man.
1: I know, I know. I'm trying to live it up before I move back to Iowa. Like I'm trying to, you know, experience all the New England things to do or, or uh-huh. north or northeast, I guess. And I am also yeah,
2: live it out before you go to Nowhereville, because that's <laughs> kind of where the position I feel like I'm in right now. I'm, I'm like, also oh.
1: planning to do um, to go up to Ironman Lake Placid um, next month, which is or the race is actually on July 20th to spectate. So, because yeah, a bunch of people from my team are doing the race, and I figured uh, yeah? my plan okay. my plan is On Monday, wait, yeah, Monday, I believe, this coming Monday, I'm signing up for Ironman Coeur d'Alene, so, um, I figured I should at least go watch an actual Ironman happen when I, you know, like, before I actually race one, so that's why I'm going to go up to, like, and spectate.
2: Take pictures, take pictures.
1: I will, definitely.
2: And take pictures at the boot camp, too, because I want to see what that's like. Of the what? Of the boot camp. camp? I'm just going to live vicariously through your life right now. What
1: what boot camp?
2: (laughs) The boot camp this weekend.
1: Oh, you mean, okay, the training camp. Okay, yeah, your your first thing, you meant take pictures of the actual race.
2: Yeah, no, take pictures of the the Iron Man, but then I said also take pictures of the boot camp, too. Okay, I will.
1: Totally. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Okay.
2: Yeah, okay, so well, that's awesome. You've got a lot of stuff going on. I can't wait to hear about how it goes. That's going to be great. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, so I think that wraps up our Try
1: 101. What do you
2: think? I
0: think
2: so. All right, it is time for this show's Bon Voyage Trip. <laughs> and of course, Kara's got one. Going for it, and in addition to the bring your glasses it's in your transition bag already. Oh yeah. So okay, what's the new one, Kara?
1: So my well, actually, it's more of a Bon Voyage trip question. Um, <laughs> I need mean, I'm soliciting advice. <laughs> I've mentioned before I'm going up to Canada in September to to do a half Ironman, and I'm going to be living in Iowa by then. So my question is. What what is people's advice as far as traveling with a bike? Uh, and I am going to fly. I posted this on my blog. I don't people probably don't read my blog because I don't update it very often. But um, I I wanted uh, part of my dilemma was whether I should drive or fly, and I, I did decide to fly. So now my question is, should I try to take my bike on the plane with me, or should I just try to ship it ahead of time? You know, like. Pack it up in Iowa and ship it out to like bike shop up there and have them put it together and then um my and then another dimension to that to remember is how i'm it's gonna be crossing country line, you know what I mean, so I don't know if that complicates it or not because of internet, mm, international thing you know like i don't I don't know which if it would get held up more if I shipped it or if it or if it would get held up more. If I took it on the plane, or if it if it's even an issue at
0: all? <laughs>
2: do you well, have, do okay. you have I remember any um, about
0: this? <laughs> me? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I definitely do. Because um, I was talking to my friend Scott about this, because he lives in Florida, and he did. I'm in Arizona, and he was worried about what he should do too. Okay. And he gave us some really good advice. This was so many shows ago that we actually asked this question before.
3: Oh, and wait, are you trip talking
1: – I know you, <laughs> they recommend bringing, like, your helmet and shoes and saddle and all that stuff, like, in your carry-on. I remember that.
2: Right. Yeah, that's a definite. Just in case you have to rent a bike or something, you'll have your pedals and your shoes and your saddle and your helmet. So you'll have all that stuff with you, which yeah. is a great idea. But um, he also – he sh- he didn't ship his. He could use on the airplane okay. with uh, a, a – a bike carrier.
1: Right.
2: And he's like, that's the best decision ever.
1: And it worked. But it
2: I've worked also out heard. Fine. Okay. It worked out perfectly fine for him. But he also said his friends have done it before and it was a nightmare.
3: Right. Yeah, I know. So See, what I've
2: they've heard, done is they just ship them beforehand, both, and they've yeah. never had an issue.
1: I've heard like.
2: So I think either way. Sorry, I keep talking over you.
1: Either way, it's risky. Yeah, I've heard like um. People who tried to take them on the plane? It didn't make it, like they didn't get it into the cargo, whatever, hole. Right. And then I've heard the same thing with shipping that it didn't make it there. So I'm like, I don't know what to yeah. do. So I think, I don't know, I'm kind of leaning more toward taking it with me on the plane because I'm kind of like obsessive about knowing where my stuff is, you know?
2: Right. <laughs> so I am too. I, 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 that's what I would do personally, but. I can't, I can't imagine shipping my bike off and just crossing my fingers that it gets there. But essentially, I guess you're really doing the same thing on a plane. So, who knows? That's a good question. Mm Week. I love this game. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. And this, it's as usual, I have the word and Elizabeth just going to guess. <laughs> okay. So the word this week is piebald. It's spelled P I E B A L D. Piebald. It's an ad- adjective. Any guesses?
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a weird word. I hope I can use this today, though. Um, Pi um b
1: b a l d like
2: like oh. the two
1: words like pie and like l b and bald like no hair
2: put those uh... together
1: <laughs> pie bald
2: man um okay i'm just gonna guess and say it's an adjective man okay yeah. i'm gonna say um witty okay wrong
1: okay, <laughs> okay. it's an adjective it it means either composed of incongruous parts or of different colors, especially like a spotted or blot spotted or blotched with black and white. So, and then it can also be I I guess I should say it can also be used as a noun and as a noun it's a piebald animal like as a horse. So, so just I think it's like a kind of horse that like is spotted or blotched, you know. Okay. Or as an adjective, it's just composed of incongruous parts or of different colors.
2: Okay. I like it. There's lots of things that are piebald.
1: Yeah. Totally.
2: My legs are right now because I've got bruises all over them from my freaking petals. Really? Yeah. I I bought new petals. So, yeah, they're they're. Uh, I'm not used to them, so I slide off. It's just crazy. Ugh. Anyway, so my legs are piebald. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that word. That's a good word
1: yeah I just thought it was weird how it's like a conglomeration of um, two weird strange words pie and bald, and then I like how it doesn't mean it doesn't have anything to do with either of those words.
3: <laughs>
2: All I was thinking is pie like three point one four you know oh yeah, that's weird.
1: <laughs>
2: um I like it
1: cool that's the word of the week A little life anxiety update for you now. Here we go.
2: <laughs> okay. Mine's more of a tip actually, but here's this made me very, very upset. And here's here's what happened. I go to the cycling store, right? My BLS. Or LBS. LBS. <laughs> <laughs> BLS. <laughs> Bike Local Shop. <laughs> <laughs> My LBS. And um, I was going with my friend, and he was going to buy some cycling shoes, and he's never bought cycling shoes before, so it was, like, super exciting for me, right? Yeah. And um, we go, and he gets the shoes. He finds the one he wants, finds the pair he wants, and we bring them back, and we're going to – I'm just going to show him how to use the – I was going to let him have some of my clips, or, yeah, pedals and cleats and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, he gets home. He gets everything set up. And they give him two different sizes on the shoes. Uh. And so he calls, of course, and they're like, we don't have, we don't have the, we don't have even have those shoes. We don't even carry those shoes. What? He's like, I was just there 45 minutes ago. I just bought these shoes. And they're like, nope, sorry. So he brings them in and they have no match because they gave him a 45 and a 43, which is like equivalent to size 12 and size nine. Uh. So it's not like he could even squeeze his foot in there, but it was ridiculous. So now we're having to go online and everything. But um, so that's kind of life and life anxious. But
1: Wait, he shopping- wouldn't—they wouldn't return them.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They returned his money, but they—he didn't have any more shoes. Oh. They didn't have any okay. more shoes for him?
1: Okay.
2: So, um, so shopping for cycling shoes online is kind of difficult to do, especially when you've never cycled before.
1: Yeah.
2: So, or never bought shoes anyway, but, um, so that's kind of anxious for, um, triathlon right now, is shoe shopping online.
1: Yeah, because you don't, if you've never bought them before, or even if you have, you don't know if they're going to be true to their size, like, like your normal shoe size, because you might need them a little bigger, a little smaller, or wide, or whatever. Right,
2: exactly. Just like
1: any, just like any shoes, I guess,
2: so. Yeah, exactly. So especially for a first time buyer, buyers beware and whenever you buy shoes whether it's regular shoes, cycling shoes or running shoes or whatever, make sure you have the same size before you walk out of the store.
1: (laughs) So what? there weren't any other bike shops around that he could get some?
2: Yeah, they didn't have any of the kind that he actually wanted because there was something about these shoes that he really liked. (laughs) Well yeah, that's okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, so he's, he's shopping around online for them. But um yeah, so it's it's fun. And no, there's one bike shop by the way. Oh really? Yeah, it's ridiculous, Kara. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Man. So I have I have a little life anxiety update for you.
2: Okay, or actually it's
1: more like people might be wondering this and so I'm gonna give you the update. So <laughs>
2: Okay. Um
1: so as you know I'm moving to Iowa and there's all the crazy flooding happening there. And I oh, I heard
2: that on NPR.
1: Yeah, it's like crazy, and I I'm moving to Iowa City, and that's where the University of Iowa is, and that's one of the places that's getting hardest hit because the university is right along the river, the Iowa River. Like a lot of the buildings just border it on either side. So night, I think the last update I received was, or I read about was, 19 of the buildings have been flooded.
2: Oh my gosh! Yeah,
1: and they've closed. They closed down the university, like whatever summer sessions were happening right now, because they just you know it's too much underwater, pretty much. Holy cow! So um, the but the update is that as far as I know, the I you know where I'm going to be moving to is fine because it, it's it's. Away from the river and on higher ground and and all the place all the buildings where I'll have classes are all fine too, so I mean I guess I'm lucky out but my and I think by the time I move there, everything will have receded. It's just a matter of cleaning up everything and right you know, re refurbishing and all that stuff so Jeez, but anyway and I, surprisingly all the my family and friends have not been. You know personally affected like as far as their houses or workplaces being flooded Good. um they've like my my best friend who lives in um, Davenport, which is um, eastern Iowa, like right along the Mississippi um she said that she 's had to take some different routes to work because of she works pretty close to the riverfront and a lot of the streets are flooded out, so she 's had to take different routes, but that 's pretty much been the the worst of it for her, so, anyway, yeah, it's crazy. okay, your
2: life anxiety is much better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is crazy. I heard that on NPR the other day, I guess yesterday, and I was thinking to myself, I wonder if Carrie's place, your her, her new place is going to be underwater, but, yeah, cause luckily bad. no,
1: <laughs> so, yeah, but.
2: It's I'm glad gonna, everything's working out for you. That's good.
1: Yeah, but I, I know I definitely feel for the people who have been affected and oh my God, I'm sure there's yeah. gonna be a lot of once the waters recede I'm sure there's gonna be major, major cleanup, you know, ha- that's gonna have to happen and oh, yeah, rebuilding sure. and all kinds of stuff, so ah.
2: So we have got some exciting news about our nutrition section, our segment anyway. We have a, uh, a guest interview coming up on the next show. Her name's Karen. I've talked about her a little bit before, but um, she'll be joining us, answering a lot of our stupid questions that we always ask and um, <laughs> never have answers to, and so um, she's, she's really excited about doing it, too. She's also a personal trainer, so hopefully she'll have some personal advice um, of what she does personally. and. Maybe um, be able to answer some of our crazy questions, and I've even asked her if she'll get a recipe together for us.
1: Ooh, good! <laughs> I'm excited. I'm a lot
2: from her. <laughs> <But> <laughs> nice. Anyway, so that should be really exciting. I'm excited to have her on. She she lives in Indiana now, but she is um, she's uh, from Arkansas. We went to college together. Oh, so.
1: okay. Cool.
2: Yeah. Okay. Awesome.
1: Well, I think that wraps up the show for this week. I know we didn't cover all of our usual segments, but since we had our special interview, our um, we decided to you know shorten up the other parts. Right. And and,
2: um, and here's here's Jamie's choice for uh, what gets him moving.
3: Um, I feel like I have like a weekly theme song, but I think the one latest latest one is probably uh, stronger from Kanye West. Oh good, yeah. Good what's the pump up song you guys had for the last episode? I like that one. Yeah. W- um it's the Scissor Sisters. The what? Oh yeah, It's what? called yeah. it's, it's, it's the Scissor
2: Sisters singing and it's called Take Your Mama. I love that song. I need you right. Let's play love
4: tonight. You could be my black Kate Moss tonight Play secretary, on the ball tonight And you don't give a fuck what they all say, right? Awesome, the Christian and Christian Dior Damn, they don't make them like this anymore I ask, this, i I'm that sure Do anybody make real shit anymore? Bow in the presence of greatness Cause right now, that has forsaken us you should be honored by my lateness, that I would even show up to this yeah. fake shit, So go ahead, go nuts, go ace it, in my pastel, on my yeah. shit. act like you can't tell who made this new gospel, homie, take six, and take this, haters, that, 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 that don't kill me, can only make me stronger, I need you to hurry up now, cause I can't wait much longer, I know I got. Cause I can't get much stronger Man, I've been waiting all night now That's how long I've been on ya I need you right now I need you right now I don't know if you get a man or not If you make plans or not If God put me in your plans or not I'm tripping this drink at me saying a lot But I know that God put you in front of me so how the hell could you front on me? It's a thousand years, it's only one of me I'm trippin', I'm caught up in the moment, right? Cause it's Louis Vuitton Dine Night So we gon' do everything in the kind light like. Heard they do anything for a Klondike Well, I'll do anything for a Blondike And she'll do anything for the limelight And we'll do anything when the time's right Uh, baby, you're making it faster, oh. oh. that, that don't kill me Can only make me stronger oh. You to hurry up, man. Cause I can't can't live much longer. I know I got to be right, man. Cause I can't can't get get much longer. Man, I've been waiting all night, man. That's how long I've been on ya. I need you right now. I need you right now. You know how long I've been on ya. Since Prince was on Aphilon ya, since OJ had like I never told ya. Don't, like uh, don't act like I told you. Don't act like I told ya. Don't act like I told ya. Don't act like I told you. Baby, you're making it. Faster, stronger. That, that, that don't kill me. Can only make me stronger. I need you to. Can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on ya.